I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sharis. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Monday, December 19th. Here are today's headlines. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem has said goodbye to her health secretary, Joan Adam, seemingly over a transgender issue. Noem announced today that the health secretary was retiring. The announcement came just days after the governor discovered that the state health department had contracted with a transgender activist group. The activist group plans to host a gender summit next month. The governor's chief of communications, Ian Fury, told the Daily Signal that the contract with the transgender activist group was signed without Governor Nome's prior knowledge or approval. Nome told the Daily Signal that South Dakota does not support this organization's efforts and state government should not be participating in them. And she added, we should not be dividing our youth with radical ideologies. Nome said she wishes the departing health secretary all the best. The January 6th committee held its final meeting today. The group of lawmakers has recommended that the Justice Department pursue multiple criminal charges against former President Donald Trump. The recommendations to pursue the criminal charges against Trump don't hold any legal weight, but are still significant. This is the first time in American history that a congressional committee has asked the DOJ to consider launching a criminal investigation into a former president. Republican Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming co-chaired the January 6th committee and said Monday that Trump's actions on January 6th and his refusal to accept the outcome of the 2020 election is a moral failure. Cheney said Trump's actions and inaction were a dear election of his duty as president. No man who would behave that way at that moment in time can ever serve in any position of authority in our nation again. He is unfit for any office. Trump wrote on his social media platform, Truth Social, that the January 6th committee members were corrupt cowards who hate this country. The border crisis is on track to get a lot worse this week. A Trump-era COVID-19 policy known as Title 42 is set to expire on Wednesday. Title 42 allowed Border Patrol to quickly turn asylum seekers away at the border. Without Title 42, Border Patrol will have no legal recourse to prevent illegal migrants from claiming asylum from entering the country. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said on Sunday that the strain of illegal immigration on his city may lead to a cut in funding for public services. Adams said officials have told him to expect an increase in the number of buses arriving in the Big Apple. The mayor says New York City should expect more than 1,000 additional asylum seekers arriving every week. Adams issued a desperate statement on Sunday, writing, Truth be told, if corrective measures are not taken soon, we may very well be forced to cut or curtail programs New Yorkers rely on. And the pathway to house thousands more is uncertain. These are not choices we want to make, but they may become necessary. And I refuse to be forced to choose new arrivals over current New Yorkers. I'll say it again. We need a plan. We need assistance. And we need it now. Democrat New York City Council member Robert Holden told Fox 5 New York this morning that there is no room in New York City to house more migrants. We can't house them. 
And uh, that's a critical situation. We have no room uh, in New York City. There's just no place to put them. And our homeless situation, our shelters are bursting at the seams, like I said. This is a, this is a, a critical situation. And the bottom line, the president must uh, use his executive powers uh, to extend Title 42. It's, it's as simple as that. Other communities are also asking the federal government for help and action in light of the fast-approaching expiration of Title 42. El Paso, Texas Mayor Oscar Leeser declared a state of emergency over the weekend, explaining the city may not have the resources to handle a surge of illegal aliens crossing the border. West Virginia Democrat Senator Joe Manchin said on Face the Nation Sunday that he thinks Biden may try to extend Title 42, but that remains to be seen. We'll keep you all posted on this story as it continues to unfold. Elon Musk's days as the head of Twitter might be numbered, at least if Musk is true to his word. Musk posted a poll on Twitter Sunday asking users, should I step down as head of Twitter? Users could vote yes or no. Musk said when he posted the poll that he would abide by the results. Well, the results are in, and Twitter users want Musk to step aside. More than 17 million people voted, and 57.5% said Musk should step down, while 42.5% said he should not. Musk's Twitter page was strangely silent on Monday following the final results of the poll. It remains unclear who would take over if Musk hands the reins of CEO over to someone else. In other news, the Supreme Court is going to weigh in on Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. On February 28th, the nine justices will hear arguments for a case involving six Republican-led states that have all claimed that Biden's student loan forgiveness plan violates the separation of powers. Remember that Biden's plan would forgive $10,000 to $20,000 in student loan debt for borrowers. It could cost the government around $400 billion. The justices will also hear arguments on February 28th for a case brought by two student loan borrowers who argue that they have been wrongly excluded from the full $20,000 of student loan relief to be continued. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to subscribe to our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with Representative Kevin Hearn to discuss the omnibus spending package and some of his top priorities for the new Congress. Also, make sure to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by taking a moment to leave a five-star rating and review. We love hearing your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.